You know, gang, there are certain foundations of your financial life that I really think are important. You hear me say it all the time. Pay down your debt, have your emergency reserve fund, use your retirement plan to the best of your ability, and of course, make sure that you have adequate life insurance. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family would be able to cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Life insurance also allows you to put some money aside for future college costs, or maybe you'll have a spouse who you want to help with retirement. Luckily, Policy Genius can help you compare your options from top companies, and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help talk you through it. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. And Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, February 28th. Hey, here's something interesting Mark wrote in my notes. Remember, it's not the last day of the month. There are 29 days in February this year. Who knew? Mark knew because he put it in my notes. So happy almost end of February and uh, hope that you guys are doing great today. If you've got a financial question, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. While you're there, do check out the subscription service, Jill on Money Live. That is where for 35 bucks, you have access to quarterly live webinars, bonus video content, and a whole lot of fun. And by the way, when you plunk down the 35, you get to go back and watch all the things you didn't see because you weren't a member last year. And Mark decided not to jack the fee. So it's still 35 bucks, a great deal. I mean, if I do have to say so myself. Today, we're joined by Anne, who's on the line from Connecticut. Hello, Anne. How are you? Hi, Jill. How are you? Great. What's happening? What can we do for you? Okay. So I'm feeling like I'm in a bit of a financial rut. Oh. <laughs> um, I am 50. My husband is 51. Mm -hmm. um, we both are in uh, the medical fields and, and my husband has definitely been, um, you know, the breadwinner the last... 
15 years, I would say. We have three children, um, two teenagers um, and a 10-year-old. And oh, I'm exhausted already. Yeah. Two teenagers and a 10-year-old? Yes. Oh and the God. older um, teenager is on the spectrum. So hmm. that has thrown a wrench in my working. Because you have to be more available. So you got to cut back on your hours, et cetera. Exactly. So mm. I actually took like a seven, eight-year um, time off from work. So I could really be home and fully vested in, in raising the kids. Hold on. Seven to eight-year time off? Like what? Like that's not a sabbatical. You stopped working seven or eight years ago. Are you working again? Yes. I've been working the last um, five to six years. And every year uh, my schedule is getting more and more busy. You know, I'm picking up more and more cases. So it's, it's as the but, kid is sort of more established and okay to be okay. I gotcha. But I feel like it really threw a wrench in our savings and trying to kind of get ahead in, in, uh, you know, retirement savings, college savings and paying off student loan debt. Yeah. Well, and you know what, that's life, right? Like your life took priority. And, um, even though when you said you started off with a financial rut, we're going to reframe that because it's not so much a financial rut. It's just that, you know, you had a bit of um, you had life taking over and life took over and we're going to get you back on track. Like, well, no, no judgments here. So right now, how much are you earning? Um, I earn about 40000 a year. My husband mm-hmm. earns about it varies um, between two thirty and two fifty a year. OK, if I kind of big picture this. Do you know how much money you need to live on? Um, Like you have almost $300,000 a year of income, but do you know what your actual expenses are? You know, per month, I'll be honest, he handles a lot of the finances. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, our our mortgage is probably $4,300 a month with taxes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we don't have, we do pay by credit card. We have no outstanding credit card debt. We pay the bills every month. We're very good about that. But our credit card bills can range from five, six thousand to seven thousand, eight that it depends. Yeah, I, mean, I get you. But but like that's actually not a bad back of the envelope way to get to the expense level, which is you know, you know what the house costs, you know what your bills are. So, you know, are you spending twelve grand a month? Probably. Probably, right? Yes. Okay. Are you guys both making retirement plan contributions now? So I, I was very good early in my career, you know, with trying to be really good about that. That's one thing my parents instilled in me is, you know, put away for retirement early. Um, but again, I am the bigger saver than my husband. He didn't really seem to feel the, um, not the importance of it, but I don't think he really was thinking long-term like I was. All did he grow up with money? Is that why? He did not grow up with money. They what? Were- I mean, the poor people are supposed to be able to be like, I'm hyper-focused on saving, but that was not him, huh? Like, you know, live in the moment. Oh, yeah. All right. So let me go back to this. So let's go into, are you both making retirement yeah, contributions now? So now we're now? both making retirement contributions. His his um, does a 4% match, which he does mm-hmm. 4% of his salary every week. They match and it's pre-tax. There's no option for a Roth. How much is in there? Uh, he just started it last year when, I, when he turned 50. I was like, we have to get on board with this. So there's about... Um, 32,000 in that right now. Okay. And that's his current plan and no old plans that are hanging out, right? 
has um, one uh, pre-tax plan from a prior employer that only has about 8000 in it. Okay. And so he's putting 4% in, they match 4% and that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. Okay. You, um, you are the good saver. So what do you have in retirement assets? It's more, I mean, my, my job pays a heck of a lot less than his. So I've accrued about 153,000 in one 403B. Mm-hmm. And then I have a second one from another job that has about 32,000 in it. Um, those are both pre-tax. Okay. And right now on the 40,000, are you making retirement contributions yes, or not? Yes, I am. So I have the option of a Roth or a pre-tax. Did the pre-tax, but I'm thinking since my husband has pre-tax and his contributions, it might be smart for me to do Roth instead. Hang on before we get to that, because I have other things that I'm going to have to ask you about. I have certain suspicions about other things that are going on. When we started this conversation, you said something about student loans. Tell me about that. He had (gasps) $250,000 student loans um, from medical school. Yes. So we have that down to just under 30,000. Holy smokes. He did great. Yeah. So we, he's really tried to be diligent, making extra payments on that. Okay. And what's the interest rate on that medical school debt? think it's in the three range. He did mm. like a um, a private loan, like a refinance or whatever, mm-hmm. several years mm. back. So it's it's under 4%. That's great. That's great. Okay. Now, what about just money in the bank? Yeah. So that varies. We always um, are really good about claiming single zero on our taxes because we mm. use it as like a savings for at the end of the year, we get back a nice return. So that we usually goes right into like a uh, a joint savings account that we have, our, like a kind of like our our safety fund. And if anything big comes up on the house, or you know, God forbid, we do have like a, um, a large deductible usually for our medical bills. So that we always like to have um, money, extra money for that. We also have a health savings account. But you didn't tell me how much money's in the emergency in that savings account. It varies. I mean, it's I would say anywhere between thirty to fifty thousand, depending on. Okay. The- Got it. And how much is in the HSA right now? I'd say about five or six grand. You know, we use it for my son for his uh, medical yep. bills and braces for the kids, all that good stuff. What? Your children weren't born with perfect teeth? That's outrageous. Now, when you talk about the three kids, two teens, one 10-year-old, are you already saving for college or do you want to save for college? No, I have been saving. That's been, you know, again, it's my job, but I feel like a failure because I hear people calling up and they're like, they have so much money saved for college. I've accrued between the between the three of them combined 100000 Can I just say, why are you making this judgment? I want everyone to hear this for a second because I want to be clear with Anne and with all of you. Just because someone else has been able to save has no, it it should not like impact you and what you have done. A hundred thousand. I'm so delighted. I would never have thought it was that much money. I really wouldn't. So I am so happy that that is the money that you have. It's amazing. It really is amazing. So Please, please take yourself off the hook a little bit. Yeah, no, it's it's hard because we live in a very, um, you know, everybody's very competitive here, and and you know who's going to what school and who's doing what, and we we try to be very level headed. 
you know, we both were, we went to college. We didn't go away to school. We, we stayed close to home. We did was like the best, you know, financial um, option that we had at the time. And, you know, my husband is still reeling from the debts of medical school. Right. So it's like we realize we don't want to put our kids in that position. So I feel very guilty. Like I want to help them as much as I can, but I'm also thinking I'm 50. What's going to happen in retirement? Am I going to be going to be comfortable? Am I going to be able, like, I'm going to hit a point eventually where I can't work anymore. And will I be able to, you know, be comfortable? Yeah. I mean, listen, these are all important parts and of the planning process. They're important questions to ask. So I just want to just, again, I just, I can't emphasize enough that for all of you nutbags out there like Anne, that you live in these competitive places, probably because they all have good school systems. And then when you live in a good school system, then the parents and then the kids by extension are all very competitive. Mark, it reminds me about our friend who um, I was sending his kids to private school. And I'm like, why don't you just move to uh, Queens and live a life that's like with normal people who don't think that having a hundred thousand dollars in college savings is a failure. Like you, you guys, I get it. You, you've chosen things for your kids, but you've put so much pressure on yourselves. And, you know, listen, even without having a son that required more of your attention, having somebody who graduates with quarter of a million dollars of medical school debt is just enormous. So it's not a failure. You're not in a financial rut. There are choices you made that require you to kind of get a little bit busier right now. And that's okay. Cause you're not, you're not telling me, Oh, I just want to retire in three years. We're probably coming to the point in your lives where you're making good money and your income will continue. I just want to put that out there. Okay. That's what I need to say. So no more of the negativity. You know, it's like my friends on Peloton. They don't like when you have a, a username that's negative, like I'm so fat. You know, no, no. It's like, I want to be healthy. How about that? Let's turn it around. So we want to get you financially healthy. So, okay. Now, in addition to the picture that you've laid out, you own a home. What is that home worth? Um, the, I mean, if you listen to Zillow, right, it's about a million dollars. Um, mm-hmm. We owe about 450 on it. Okay. And the interest rate on the um, mortgage? It's 3.75. We refinance. Great. Perfect. That's great. So besides the outstanding student loan debt, there's no other debt, right? No other debt. No. Okay. And your husband's monthly payment on that debt is how much about? For the student loan? Yeah. It's, it's between three and 400. Okay. Reasonable. And when is he due to pay that off? What's the time horizon? That I don't know. I mean, he's been, he's been out 20, I think it was a 30 year. Um, Jesus. yeah. So he's been paying, working over 20 years now. So, My you know, God. he's, he's, you know, yeah. Are we going to get any free, um, medical advice at the end of this call? Absolutely. I'm, oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, okay. A few questions now. So, you are making contributions to your 403B. He's putting 4% into his. Yes. You're, how much are you putting into the college savings fund? Um, you know, I just kind of like look at my account <laughs> and I try to make payments. Like every couple of months, I'll put in a thousand or two, you know, into hmm. each. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of chunks up. I know like last year, maybe I put in 15,000 between the three kids. As I'm working more, I'm trying to put in 
more. I do about 30%. I think it's 30% of every paycheck of mine goes into retirement. And like I said, I have that option of Mm -hmm. Roth or pre-tax. Right Mm -hmm. now I am in pre-tax. Okay. If I look at your cash flow, sort of take a big step back and you look at all the stuff you're doing, including the ad hoc college savings, the three or $400 a month for the student loans, the mortgage, the expenses. Now you're not going into further debt, so you're doing okay. I guess my question to you is, how does the cash flow feel to you guys day to day? It's tight. I hear it from my husband all the time that, you know, groceries are through the roof and, you know, oil and heat, everything. It's just Mm. like everything keeps going up. Like I know he stresses over it, but, you know, that's not to say that we couldn't cut back a little bit. You know, we like to eat out. Um, We usually take like one vacation a year, nothing extravagant, but we like to do that with the family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we live a outrageous life by any capacity, but kids are expensive. The sports. Damn kids. We have. What were you you thinking with those kids? I know. But it's outrageous. You know, that they're all in in sports and all of that. It's it's a lot of a lot every month, you know, but, um, you know, we, we feel it's an important part of their um, for not just for athleticism, but for the other positive parts of being on a sports team and making mm. friends and whatnot. So here's the question that we, I guess we need to think about. We want to be clear that you have like, you're okay. Just take a deep breath. You're willing to work for a while, right? I mean, you guys have jobs where you're going to be able to work. Yes. we And we both talked about that last night. Like he envisions working till 70 and then even maybe longer. The career that he chose, it's a profession where he could work a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And I have no – I look young for my age. I feel young for my age. I don't anticipate <laughs> that I'm – I think I'm probably going to work until I'm 70. Okay. That's great. And neither of you would be entitled to a pension, right? No, no pension. No. Okay. But you would work till you're 70. And what do you think is like for you, you're making 40 now. I know you have a 10 year old, but when, let's say that it's eight years from now and your youngest one's in college, like what do you think if you were working full time, kind of going for it right now, what would your income be approximately? A full time, probably close to a hundred thousand. So if, if like, you were working full time and, and I'm sure that's probably going to happen more like when she gets to be a teenager because she didn't want to have nothing to do with you. So if in five years from like 55 to 70, you're making closer to more like a hundred and he's making his 250. Now you're making 350 and now you're getting your kids through college and things are going okay. And the loan for the student loan is going to get paid off. And then you're going to start cranking on your retirement. And you can start doing it now. I don't think that you can put a lot more money in right now. I just don't. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of free cash flow. No, no. Things are definitely like, you know, tight. I feel like, you know, if I, and I think if I asked my husband to put away any more, I think it would totally stress him out. So the, the older teen who's on the spectrum, is this a college bound kid or not? Well, we're, we're discussing that. We're, it's looking like community college, which um, at the moment is free, which is great. So it would be a good way to kind of try to see mm-hmm. how he does there. So mm-hmm. that's positive. Um, you know, beyond that, I'm not quite sure where his, his career path is going to go. The okay. other two, I do see wanting to go to a four-year college. Would you feel better if we could free up some of your cash flow right now, like if your husband, if we said, 
instead of doing the ad hoc a few thousand dollars, what if we said we are putting in for one of the kids, so like middle kid and the 10-year-old, that every month you'll put uh, $350 into each of their funds. I'm just going to make this up, $700 a month. And you're just going to put that in there. See how your cash flow absorbs that and make no other changes except to say like, you don't have to do anything else. You don't have to throw all the money. Like, I'm worried that you guys have pressure right now that could be relieved with a few little nips and tucks right now. And does I don't I'm not even talking about I'm not talking about your actual spending. I'm now talking about like saving because what I feel like is this is a short term problem. In a few years, there's going to be a lot more information. The student loan is probably going to get paid off. You will know more about your older kid. You know, you'll be making a little bit more money every year. So I think ideally what we want is both of you to be maxing out your retirement accounts. But I don't think that's available to you right now. I just don't think that's the reality of your life. If you're willing to work till 70 and then beyond, if we get through the next few years and you don't pile up any more debt and you're paying down debt and you're just like existing, I think that's a huge win. And I don't want you, I mean, you might feel like you're in a financial rut, but like this is life. Um, well, but, you know, everybody thinks, you know, you're married to a doctor, you're oh, loaded, and I'm like, you have no idea, like the no. debt and the stress, like, it's, I know, it's not, I know, I'm not it's, crying. Woe is me. Believe me. But it's you just can, like, I'm listening. It's, it's, um, it's a lot, you know, balancing. It, it is all. a lot. And you know what? I was just talking to somebody about this, um, a, a friend of mine who has a kid on the spectrum and we were discussing about her, you know, she works full time and like the amount of energy she spends when she gets home to be with that kid. I said, you have like, it, it amounts to like three full-time jobs. It's like mom to the other kids. It's mom to the kid who has special needs. And then it's a worker, like you have a job. So there's like three full-time jobs. And I'm just wondering if we can try to pull back on some of the the stress that you feel, both of you, you and your husband, and try to give you a little bit of a pass here. You've done a great job. He's paid down a ton of debt. You're on the road. And in a few years, you guys have to start pulling, pushing more money into your retirement account. But you know that already. So if from 55 to 70, you know, you're, you're going to be putting away 60 grand a year for 15 years in today's dollars, you'll accumulate that money. You'll pay off the student loan that remains. You'll be continuing to pay down the debt on your mortgage and you'll live your life and it will not be it will not feel as stressful as it feels right now. I can promise you that. And as long as you're willing to work, I feel okay about it. If you would like to come on the air with us, all you have to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, check that box. We'll get you on the air. If not, you know, we're going to be doing emails and I want to make sure that we get through as many emails as we can. I think we're going to start doing just sort of a, a generalized cadence of that so we get more and more of your questions answered. I think it's going to be really great that we do that and stick to a little bit more of a schedule. We'll let you know more about that in the future, in the coming weeks. All right. As always, we would like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And we ask if you wouldn't mind to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And of course, do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
Hey friends, this is Jen Hatmaker, your happy host of the For the Love podcast. You may wonder how I got into this podcasting thing. Well, I'm a speaker and an author who has happened to write a few New York Times bestselling books that really resonated with a pretty large community of women. And I thought, how great would it be to drop into the ears of this growing community every week via the magic of podcasting? So that's what we did. And I'm delighted to say we've been able to spark a bit of delight and uncover some hope and talk with great people about the big and small things that we care about and that affect our lives on the daily. So I'm thrilled to invite you to join me every Wednesday for new episodes of the For the Love podcast, where you'll hear the most incredible conversations with some of the best people on this planet. We're going to bring you moments of connection and laughter and hot takes on the things we care about going on in the world. So listen to and follow For the Love with Jen Hatmaker a Four Eyes Media production presented by Odyssey. You can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.